call today. So my name is Tex. Thank you for joining me. Uh, today's topic is going to be on our uh, communication skills. Uh, I know I break these down in a lot of different ways, uh, helping people to communicate, to talk. I always say the uh, old saying that I heard, say what you mean and mean what you say. With that being what we're looking at today, I would like to go into uh, analyzing parts of your speech and making sure that when you're communicating, you go through a process that allows you to actually communicate what you want to communicate. Where that comes into is a lot of times I will hear people say certain things when they're talking, either in a family group or a group or you know, even in conversations. We communicate things and we say that our intentions were good. And uh, how does this come out? Somebody will, will make a statement and they'll say, well, that's not what I intended. Or they'll say, well, you know, I just wanted to help. Uh, I was just trying to do the right thing. My question is, when you communicate, what does it mean to communicate versus simply speak? See, speaking is the words coming out. But communicate is about the other person getting the message you're trying to send, which means that puts the onus of the whole thing back on you. If they're actually listening, they're working on getting what you said, and you're tuned into them, you should be able to tell quickly if what you're saying is coming across right. You also should analyze the words that you pick. Um, a lot of times speakers, especially when you're talking about families and stuff like that, will expect the other person to just simply understand their language. In other words, they demand the other person do all the thinking. The thing is, you're the one wanting to communicate. You're the one wanting to say something. So it's your job to take a second, look at the other person and see if the message is being received and to analyze what words you're using. In other words, when you're talking to kids, you might change your vocabulary and you might change the amount of information that you push into it. When you're speaking to someone older, you can change that. When you're speaking to your peers, you speak one way. When you're speaking to someone who's higher up, in other words, bosses, but also even you know, as we get older, we still have people older than us, people that are still elders, um, and the way we talk to them may convey a little bit more respect in how we speak and talk. This is important so that if you get things out of sync, in other words, if you're speaking a language that's understood by adults to kids, the kids may not be catching on. And if you're getting mad and frustrated because they're not understanding you, it may not be their fault at all. It most likely is your fault for not being clear in your communication. The other one is the expectation of what's going to happen when we say things. Going back to thinking about what the message is that you want, you sometimes have to be clear what it is that you really want in the long run. Let me break that apart for you. If I want you to start cleaning up your room more, and I think in my mind that I'm going to do something, say something now that gets you to clean your room up just right now. The question becomes, will you keep cleaning it up in the long run? 
In other words, I scream, holler, threaten to get you to do something now. And you may comply while I'm here watching you. Long term, you may find ways of getting out of it. You may drag your feet. You you may have people that are, you know, they do that passive aggressive foot drag where they do just enough to get by and no more. If that's not what you wanted, then you have to really start thinking about what you're saying and what it is you mean. Another thing we do is we retract what we say or we take it back or we basically stomp on our own self. Instead of speaking assertively and clearly, then we will turn around and put down our own selves or we will lessen the, uh, the expectations of the other person. This occurred in an incident where I had someone who gave clear directions on what needed to be done. They sent that out. Then later on, they come back to the group. And after they had clearly told the group, this is what I want you to do. They told the group, okay, so if you didn't get my email, this is what I wanted. And this is literally right before it was due. Which sends the hidden message. I don't trust our own email system. I don't trust that you read the emails, one or the other. Either one is clearly not good for an organization. Then the next thing was, if you got the email and you wasn't able to comply, which actually came out as if you got the email and if you haven't done it yet, which seems to insinuate that you didn't have to do it, which is undermining your basic statement of do this sending the message that in the future, should I tell you to do something, you don't have to do it either because I'll tell you again later on and I'll give you plenty of time. It's not the message you want to send. Usually the message you want to send is I gave you a direction. You need to follow it. It also gives the message to the people who actually complied with what was done that your hard effort to do what needed to be done is not only not, not appreciated, not noticed, and we don't care. In fact, you don't have to put forth effort in the future. You can just be like everybody else and not do it, and I'll give you another chance right before we start. Did the person intend to send those messages? No. But they didn't stop to analyze what they were saying, which goes into a complex set of ideas about what message might the person have thought they were sending. They might have thought that the message they were sending was, oh, I'll be nice to everybody, or I'll give everybody a chance, or I'll make everybody feel good. And that may have been their intent. The intent might be that, yo, I'm one of y'all. I'm your friend. No, you're the boss. Uh, as I clearly discussed when I talk about relationships within a family and having structure, I think organizations have a structure too. Uh, you know, lots of people say, oh, I want to be your, your friend when they are supposed to be your supervisor, your boss. You can be friendly, caring and kind. That's different from being one of your friends because when you're with your friends, there's an expectation that you can truly be yourself. You can hang out. You can do silly, stupid things, and it doesn't matter. And you and me both know that that don't work if this person is truly somebody in the hierarchy. 
can't be that way because then later on your expectations of, well, I'm the boss now. And why didn't y'all do these things? Well, we're friends. You know, why are you giving me a hard time? I thought we was buds. It's, uh, again, if you run your business this way, if you run your organization this way, if you, you even run your household this way, it's like, no, you're the parent, you're the boss, you're the supervisor. Those things should be understood and should be clear. And people's roles can be clear. This comes back into boundaries within your organization, your family, your group. Boundaries make for better friendships, better jobs, better organizations. Okay? And those things go into the whole idea of being able to communicate. Having a clear-cut, concise goal Having a manner of speech in which you look at the other person or the group, you get feedback. What are your words doing? All those are important. Thinking about what you want, not just now, but down the road. If your goals aren't clear, how can you communicate a clear goal to someone else? And how will the other person know for sure they're doing what they should be doing or complying with what you ask or even understanding you on something as simple as, you know, a friend request type situation, you know, like, can you do this, pick this up, go here, do that. A lot of times without the clear communications, we tend to get angry at people when we don't have to be angry. Now, now here's the next part that goes into this clear communicating, asking questions gathering information. I've said that before, but here it comes back again. If I don't get enough information to understand who I'm talking to, what's going on, what do you want, what do you expect, and then do you understand what it is that I'm expecting? Because then even as I'm giving you these things, talking to you, getting feedback from you, this helps me know that you understand what it is I'm trying to communicate. So very complex. Communication is not as simple as, you know, one person speaks and the other person hears because you may speak one thing and they may hear something totally different. They may translate it. They have their own sets of filters. The words that you use can very easily get, you know, convoluted. They may send all, depending on the person, the messages you send, they get put through the other person's filter who might have had some, you know, they might have had a situation where they don't understand something or they didn't like something. And now they're hearing what they heard before. So immediately their emotions trigger. The situation changes. So as you can see, communication really is a two-way street. You really do have to get the feedback. You have to be clear where you're going before you get in your car. Otherwise, you're just driving around with no destination in mind. If that is your intent, hey, go for it. If you actually want the other person to understand you, you want the other person to get a clear idea of what it is you're thinking so that they can, you know, figure out what it is you're trying to get done or at least, you know, be closer to you, know you, clear communication. Got to have it. Okay. Hope you'll have an awesome day. If you have follow-up questions on this, please, I invite you to, to send them in because I know a lot of the things that I talk about blend in with other things and I keep going back and forth over stuff because the basics of all these conversations 
do fit back together again. And they can be applied over many different places and many different spaces for many different purposes. Getting these basics of understanding, knowing where you're at, what you're doing, what the other person is wanting, all very, very important. Okay. So I hope you all have a great day and I'll talk to you later. Thanks much. Bye.